Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. In this show, we hope to bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way or ascending on their spiritual path. Things are changing from a third or fourth dimensional world to something different, and we are expanding our world from duality to a world where we are back to all one, and we're interested in new ways to create within ourselves, with others, and with our world. We've noticed we can connect with spirit faster, move energy around quicker, and time is speeding up. The way we use words is changing, carrying new vibrations, and the way we interpret events is expanding. We're letting go of old ways of thinking and beliefs that do not serve us anymore, and we're asking different questions of ourselves and our world. The way we define love is getting bigger, and there are always bigger, brighter waves to surf. So grab your boards. We'll be looking at ways we define magnetism, power, and peace. Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. My special guest, our surfer today, is Elizabeth Pendleton. And you've seen her on Facebook, and you might have seen some newsletters come out from her lately. She's been on SoundCloud many times before. So welcome, Elizabeth. What's up? Hello, Christy. Yay. And hello to everybody listening on SoundCloud. And Recently, you posted something on Facebook that was just this video of you just sort of enjoying this crazy weather where you are in Colorado. And, you know, it's like we keep hitting those waves of where things are easy and they're fun and you feel it and you're sharing it. And I'm not sure that there has been spaces like that in the past where it's either been so easy to share that vibration with people or that frequency, but... I wonder what your thoughts are and what the astrology might be behind that. Yeah, well, I think we're um, living in a post-Grand Cardinal Cross reality. <laughs> we've, we've, As we're recording the show, we've just come out of two eclipses that bookended the Grand Cardinal Cross of 2014. It was a huge moment, huge gateway, and it was all about planets uh, in all the cardinal signs, which are the beginnings, the initiation, the inspiration, the fire uh, of creation. And uh, we came through that, you know, so some people may feel like I was like coming out of the washer or something, but uh, we, we got through it and we're landing and we're into this uh, grounded energy of Taurus to uh, anchor it in. And then as this show will go air live, then we get to spread the message through the creative expressive communicative energies of Gemini so that that has that social element that technical element and uh, you know it's really the last bit of 2014's retrogradation um, thing as well so we could talk about that if you want but it's it's we've really just just come in to a new phase of being and we're if you feel happy or in light or like you're just bouncing off things and being more in the joy of what your life is then you're you're on track and if you aren't feeling that we do have a little more of the grand cardinal cross energy happening around the uh, full moon 
in Gemini that will be about June 12th and 13th. Uh, and then the next day, there's actually another Mars-Pluto square. So I hope you guys are getting it. <laughs> so those, those don't have to feel so intense. You know, it doesn't, doesn't have to be hard, but Mercury will be retrograde at that time. So we definitely want to um, make sure, you know, like whatever is not, not uh, bringing you joy or happiness, just be willing to eliminate it and, and any paradigms about suffering and struggling to get what you want in life. Just let that go. It, it really doesn't have to be like that anymore. Just knowing that, okay, June... 11th and 12th, I think you said. Yeah, 12th and 13th is the full moon, and the 14th is the big, um, the next, and this is pretty powerful, you know, it's it's Mars in Libra uh, squaring up against Pluto in Capricorn, so those two are, you know, they're always like a... <laughs> Do the right thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, like get it together, so, and, and we're seeing that, we see that in so many places, there's really nowhere for... The corrupt energies to hide anymore. We're we're really uncovering all that, and that's part of the greater series of Pluto Uranus squares. But we're we're seeing the old being challenged by new technologies, new ideas, and the the um, seamlessness. Or there's that uh, accountability that's in there and uh, transparency. That's the word I'm looking for. So yeah, we're we're really creating a new paradigm. So if you were going to have a planned dark night of the soul, <laughs> uh, you know, you can look out for June 12th, 13th, and 14th, I guess. Yeah, like if you feel like there's any more cleanup, and, and the thing is if things are going pretty well for you, you can honestly just meditate in that time and say, you know, if there's something in the shadow side that I haven't looked at or I need to look at or I'm ready to heal now, let that issue come up in a way that I'll understand it. And, yeah. and stuff, but if people are very already very conscious of what's what's not working and what is constant struggle or aggravation, whether it's a relationship, workplace situation, and you know it's just endlessly difficult, I'd really encourage them now to to offload all of that because we're hitting you know in the post cardinal cross period, we're also coming out of that big long retrogradation that has marked. Um, the first half of 2014 and we had some really big players big star players getting ready to move into some great positions for the second half of the year and so really be be much more focused on what you want in your life and not giving your time energy love etc to the stuff you don't want yeah like what about jupiter going into leo yeah <laughs> you know, I was hoping you'd ask me about that. <laughs> of course, so the big day, drumroll, is July 16th. And um, that is going to be huge. That especially, I know SoundCloud attracts so many creative souls, so many expressive artistic people. And so we have a couple of trends that are in effect that are so great for art. I mean, across the board since 2011, and you, you and I have talked about this a few times, Neptune in Pisces is huge. I mean, Neptune is the planet that, that rules um, intuition, dreams, imagination, and it's uh, definitely one of the planets for artists. And artists get <laughs> get accused off at a big flaky you know and that's another like neptunian thing but don't want to fit into all that rigidity it might might kill the art that's been going on and will be in effect till 2025 so that's a long 
outer trend, but this Leo piece that comes into play for a year beginning on July 16th, 2014 is, I think, a much more feisty, outgoing uh, expression of that. So if the inner part of you is writing, journaling, doing your music creation, whatever that is, that's the sort of workshop part where you're going in and finding the story and all of that. But uh, Leo is the part that wants to get on stage and do it. You know, it just gets right out there and wants to connect it with others because, you know, there's there's no point to the great novel if no one's going to read it or you're not going to share that with people. So whatever your light, your passion is, it could be rock climbing. You know, it doesn't have to be in the creative arts per se, but it's whatever you're living, uh, wherever your passion is, this Leo thing, it's fire gets us um, motivated it's another social sign like the gemini energies we're going to go through and it's playful it's really you don't have to do it perfectly at all um it's it's really about having a lot of fun with what whatever you're doing and and remembering that part that's childlike you know that that put you remember when you were little and they gave us my favorite painting was finger painting i just loved getting my hands all in that goo and <laughs> rubbing it all over it was just great stuff so it's, it's like that where nobody had rules about you have to do it this way or there's this angle and this all this, this technical stuff you know um it's really about getting out and playing and that's going to be in effect for a whole year and then by the end of the year Saturn will go into Sagittarius, which is a whole other Bollywood that we'll probably cover a little later in the year. But it is a uh, fire sign, and we already have Uranus in Aries, which you and I have talked about several times. So, what's going to be cool about that Leo moving, um, some, excuse me, Jupiter moving into Leo, and then later Saturn moving into Sagittarius? is we're going to all of a sudden start feeling this fire, you know, this passion about things and this energy. I mean, you know, fire is energy. Think about Aries and all that, all that instigation stuff. So we're going to come into a place of really feeling inspired and having the Leo is also a planet of courage. So having the guts to get out there <laughs> and, yeah. and all that. So it's I, I just like we've, we're shifting out of the water earth where the majority of planets have been in that. We've had beautiful water sign trines. We've talked about those a lot on your show. Um, so we're shifting kind of uh, uh, away from some of the water stuff into the fire. So right now, Neptune's in Pisces. Chiron, asteroid Chiron is in Pisces. Yes. Or is it a dwarf? Planet, maybe ish. Yeah. Um, and jury's out on that one. And then um, we have a couple of other things sort of happening. There. Sure, sure, sure. So we have, um, you know, while well, this show will be on, we're going to hit our second Mercury retrograde of the year. And what's interesting about 2014 is that all of our Mercury retrogrades go from a water sign. In other words, Mercury has made it into the next water sign. It always travels very close to the sun. So when um, the sun is in Gemini per se, Mercury isn't too far. It's either one side ahead or back. So it's either all, all the way into Cancer or it's hanging back in Taurus, but it's hovering right around Gemini as its center because Mercury is obviously the first, you know, the planet closest to the sun. So, so when we talk about Mercury, 
um, it travels very closely to the sun, so it's always going to be uh, right around there. So this time it will be just getting into Cancer, about three degrees Cancer, and then it'll hit the retrograde, which means it starts moving backwards. So it goes back to two and one degrees of Cancer, slips back into Gemini. And what's interesting about the year is that all the Mercury retrogrades do that. They're in the next water sign, but then slide back to the air sign that the sun will be in. And to me, this is mixing it up and letting us go from the heart, from the emotions, from that that deep intrinsic intuitive pull, but then factoring it through the logic and the rational side that helps us know how to do what we do. And so speaking of that, the other nice aspect I really want to mention here, and it's going to be, it'll be exact on the 24th of May. And I know because it's the last water trine of Saturn and Jupiter hooking up while Jupiter's still in Cancer. And there've been three of these and we're not going to have another one. I looked, it was all the way to like 2025. It's a really long time uh, before we have this happening. And by then, instead of uh, being in Scorpio, Saturn will be in Pisces. It is huge in a lot of ways. We have Mars just out of retrograde, so it will start to pick up some momentum. That's on the 19th of May. So you'll start to have, you know, things will get moving in your life, like stuff that's been on hold. Um, But then we also get this nice final water trine. So this is another time to dig in because Saturn in Scorpio is helping us bring structure and to our dreams and then the Jupiter is also helping expand that energy like of what we want to do so it's a really nice combination of feeling what you want and then figuring out the how so that that you know that's that theme is going to be there it's like finally I feel like we're getting some really good news oh I know the, the first half of this year has been <laughs> one literally one retrograde after the other since winter solstice and it, on the personal planets and that's why we've all felt so impacted by it I mean the outer planets always have their retrogrades and pretty predictable annual cycle but the story for the first half of 2014 has been the personal planet so you know at winter solstice Venus went retrograde right on the solstice and came out January 31st and then within the week Mercury was retrograde till the 28th of February and then as soon as literally the day just you know the next day it's Mars went retrograde then Saturn went retrograde and so we're just coming out of that Mars retrograde on May 19th and we'll have this this is the biggest window all year the 19th of May to the 7th of June that one of the personal plans is not retrograde <laughs> so it's it's uh but on the seventh yeah mercury goes retrograde uh you know like i said it, it'll have gotten into cancer and then it'll start going backwards and it will go all the way back into gemini and come direct again on july 1st so july 1st is just a big turning point it's like we're done with the personal planet retrogradations uh and then on the 16th two weeks later jupiter moves into leo on the 20th, Saturn turns direct and gets out of its retrograde. So if there's a, you know, and, and of course, by the 20th, the sun goes into Leo. So we're, we're really, you'll feel a momentum shift in things that have been on hold or that you've been struggling with. Again, just starting to sort themselves out and answers coming and information or resources or whatever it is that's been holding you back is really coming in. 
So we better be in prep mode. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I really feel like this this Gemini cycle is a, a dress rehearsal, <laughs> and that's that's the uh, that you know, and that's always good for people who've either been in theater or just I don't. You could be a computer programmer, a uh, music software person, but running it all through a few times, do those dry runs, those test runs over these next four weeks because it's showtime, you know, showtime's coming right up and you want to have used this Mercury retrograde to work out all the bugs and the final little, you know, technicalities. Yeah, and so Mercury retrograde ends July 1st. Okay then. All right, so we're we're getting the heads up. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, I just think it's a huge, and it's just such an interesting thing when you look at this year of how much it's worked in that way you know we had just those those were some of the biggest trends of the retrogradation from you know december 21st through july 1st is huge and really i would add saturn to that you know which goes direct like i was saying about july 20th so that's like seven months <laughs> yeah <laughs> i and i just think a lot of people out there, there. Yeah. yeah exactly have felt like that for a long time yeah anyway and then certainly the revisiting of just kind of old ways of thinking or having people come back in and into your life and then leave again it's just it's just very interesting that way how you know we retrograde that word has kind of a negative connotation but it just sort of lets you kind of go back over stuff it gives you wiggle room I guess to change your mind or look at something another time absolutely and to revise I, I always like to think of the word revision with yeah and it's a um, if you notice it's the same symbol as there is for a prescription so yeah so, so we take a prescription it's a remedy so so we're being asked to you know where what do we need to remedy in our lives and so those issues come up for a reason <laughs> so uh, you know we can again kind of either rethink how we're doing them how we're looking at them or we can say no no more of that not not doing that and and release it and just walk away and and again begin to embrace what we really want instead how we want to change it up but this has been I mean, I've been doing astrology for quite a while, probably since 2007, and I don't think I can remember a period like that. I don't think that's happened in the time that I've been studying where it's literally been one personal planet after another, like in tandem, you know, just handed off the the baton to the next one. Hi, I'm going direct. I'm Venus. Here, Mercury, go direct. I mean, go retrograde. And Mercury does it, comes out and says, here, Mars, you go retrograde for a couple of months and really slow them down and, and you know, go through all that. And then Mars comes out and says, hey, Jim, you know, uh, Mercury, here you go. Go back again. But, you know, and it's just like, oh, my goodness. So people have been feeling a little consternated or frustrated trying to try to find a different way of, of looking at it and saying, what can I learn? From the situation as it is. Yeah, I think the Pluto going into Capricorn and that fatal Pluto will be in Capricorn for a long time. Yes. So it takes a long time to go around the sun. 100. Oh yeah, it's it's like 200 plus years. Yeah, the last time we had a Pluto in Capricorn was 1760 to 1778. So <laughs> I think it's yeah. something like 248 so, years. I don't know if we're kind of counting loosely. Yeah, yeah. So there is a you know revolution sort of going on with each one of us. So 
Oh, a deep transformation from the inside out. That's Pluto and it's in Capricorn, which is institutions and uh, our own. We are our own institution, right? Our inner structures. That's Saturn. um, Capricorn is ruled by Saturn and Saturn is the teeth, the bones. You know, it's the structure, the thing that holds the skeleton, the thing that holds it all together. And so we might have had some things in our life that we thought were the structure of the way it is. And, you know, since December of 2008, and we've seen this on a mass collective <laughs> level, that's changed. Yeah. That's changed. And so, yeah, that will be, uh, you know, Capricorn is there at about, um, sorry, Pluto is there in Capricorn at about 14 degrees right now. And the planets go from zero to 30 degrees in a sign. So we're only about halfway through that transformation <laughs> right now. I know. And I'm thinking, you know, if I think back to the start of this country and people getting together and writing a constitution, it's like, well, maybe we should be writing our own. Yeah, and I, Like it worked for America for 200 years. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, what's really different. Maybe not anymore. <laughs> no, but, I, Capricorn. I, I, yeah, but I, I'm so optimistic in the sense that I think these challenges, these seven squares from Uranus and Aries, upstart Uranus you know, in fiery air Aries are challenging the institution and it's so we can reform it. And I think that we see this all the time. It was a, the guy Sterling, the, the coach uh, of the Clippers, just out immediately gone. Like institutions can no longer tolerate, you know, individuals who um, just are not in keeping and are in alignment with, with where we're all headed. So they get tossed out immediately and it goes viral, you know in an instant and that's the Aries Uranus like bam out of left field you know Uranus the shocks and then the instantaneous element um, that's also very Uranian and and in Aries you know the the, the, the upstarts who aren't going to take it anymore so the, I, I do I think we're in a, in a good cycle of cleansing and clearing institutions and yeah we each have to be that you know, you know, that Gandhi phrase has been used so much, but be the change you want to be in the world. Yeah, you don't have to look to your government or your this or your that, but if there's an issue, then you get in touch with your government about that. But yeah, take taking personal responsibility, which is another. Those are those are two. I think that's a, a great catchphrase for um, the Uranus Pluto energy when they come together, because Uranus is very about the personal, the individual. And responsibility is Pluto and Capricorn. So, you know, how, how do we affect that change? Well, we do it every day with our, our purchases. We do it every day with our social media interaction. You know, what we choose to click on, what we just say no thank you to. So it, we have an incredible power, which, of course, you would be asking about because that's a Pluto word. <laughs> power. Yeah, Pluto is power and wealth and God, a whole bunch of stuff is crammed into Pluto. Transformation. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. So thanks so much, Elizabeth, for being with us today. And uh, we'll hear more as we get into the full swing of summer. Perfect. Thank you for having me.